Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, my Growth Mindset gang. It is already the second week into January. Like, what is happening? (laughs) I feel like 2022 is already flying by. And I know a lot of us, that first week back from our winter breaks, our holiday vacations, that was was a rough week. It definitely was a rough week for a lot of us. And now, hopefully, we're really, really, really manifesting here that the next week after the week coming back to work is a little bit less chaotic. I don't know about you guys, but... COVID heavily affected my school. A lot of the staff were absent. A lot of the students were absent for their quarantine. On Friday, we also had a massive snow day here (laughs) in the Northeast. And my New York City teachers, we had a regular school day. And half of my students also didn't show up (laughs) due to either COVID or the snow day not coming in. So the first week back, let me tell you, not a lot of instruction was really getting done. We did a lot of New Year's goals and reflections and reviewing content from before the winter break just to refresh everybody. So I'm hoping that this week will be a little bit better attendance wise. So that way I can actually, you know, start teaching. Um, but I definitely feel refreshed after this weekend and I'm ready to take on the new week ahead. And let me tell you guys, spending time with friends and family really does a person good. I'm telling you. And I know some days, like, we don't want to talk to people. We want to isolate ourselves. And I'm like that, too, because, like, I'm a teacher and I talk to people all day. A lot of us people who work with people for our jobs in one way, shape or another, whether it's, you know, being a doctor or a nurse, anyone in the medical field, anyone in the social worker field, psychology, therapy, any of the jobs with retail and food services that you had to talk to people all day and it gets really draining. And, you know, you want to isolate yourself because you want just to relax. I totally get it. But also don't close yourself off too much and embrace making plans and embrace, you know, going to see people and reaching out to one another. Because I like to do that a lot. I like to, you know, be quiet and isolate myself because with teaching, I'm literally talking all day. And then I get really grouchy if on the weekends I may have to do stuff. And I was like, oh, why can't I just have a weekend where I don't have to do anything? But then do you ever realize like sometimes when you do have a weekend where you do absolutely nothing, you're like, wow, like you feel bad about it. (laughs) And you're like, wow, I wish I had something to do. It's like 
it's, you know, the double-edged sword where you're too busy or you're not busy enough, you know, that whole thing. But this past weekend was my mom's birthday, Big Ange. And for her birthday, I went to go see Jersey Boys on Broadway, which was phenomenal. It was my first Broadway show since, like, 2019. I think the last Broadway show I saw um, was the Book of Mormon. Actually, 2020, the beginning of 2020, I saw the Book of Mormon. And that was the last Broadway show I saw because we saw it in, like, February. So, yeah. Um. And it was amazing just to be like out and go see a Broadway show, see a live performance. It was so cool, so much fun. Um, and it was, if you don't know Jersey Boys, it's a musical about Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, which was my grandma's favorite type of music. She loved, that was like her Jonas Brothers. And then she, my grandma played it all the time. So then my mom loved it. And so, you know, for my mom's birthday, in order to like, you know, kind of feel close to my grandma because she did pass. Um, a couple of years ago, she wanted to go see Jersey Boys and it was amazing. We knew all the songs, obviously. It was so much fun. It was really like having a concert. And then today we went out to dinner with my parents and um, Erica and her husband, Sean. So it was the six of us with my guy, Nate was there. Um, and we just had a good time. We went to an Italian restaurant, you know, we're laughing, we're being loud, we're having a grand old time. And it just felt good. It felt refreshing. And it was just nice to be... Um, with my family because now I live about an hour from them and so it was really nice to just connect with them again and just be with them and be happy and have a good time so if you haven't reached out to your friends in a little bit because you've been super busy if you haven't reached out to your family in a little bit because you've been super busy I encourage I know life's crazy sometimes but I definitely encourage just reaching out maybe having FaceTime or just a phone call or even just a text anything just to reach out because I know especially with feeling very burnt out lately we want to isolate ourselves but sometimes isolation does more harm than good and that's my rant <laughs> that is my intro rant so again thank you guys so much for continuing to listen continuing to build the growth minds Gal community you guys are simply amazing and i am so grateful for you guys don't forget that i will be coming out with merch at some point. I know I said this a while ago and then I moved and life got crazy. That's still my idea though. So don't think I forgot. I definitely want to hit up that merch life and I will be letting you guys know when that's happening, the journey through it. I still want to totally do it. It's really a big goal of mine um, this year. So look out for that. Don't worry. I did not forget. I'm super excited to start thinking of things and showing you guys and getting that merch out there. So stay tuned for that. And also a little shout out to Arbon. I'm an, uh, back on my smoothie game on the weekends because now I have I go to LA Fitness and I'm back on my gym game because I want to get back in that routine. So on the weekends before I go to the gym, I have my little smoothie. You guys all know about it. You heard about it. But let me tell you the pea protein vegan powder is so good. I have the vanilla flavor and it tastes like vanilla birthday cake ice cream. I, I can't describe it. It is delicious okay 20 grams of protein vegan animal cruelty free all natural ingredients amazing taste it also has a coffee flavor it has a chocolate flavor it has a strawberry banana flavor we're really branching out here and it's one of the best protein powders i have ever used it tastes delicious it makes me feel full 
And I, I noticed when, and if I have a smoothie and there's no protein powder in it, I do get hungry a lot easier. So this protein powder also keeps me super full. So if you're looking for the start of the new year, you're getting more active, you want to switch up your nutrition routines and things like that. If you're interested in the Arbon Vegan Pea Protein Powder, hit me up. I got you. All right, let's get into the next part of the podcast, which is the Doing Well Daily Journal quote. You guys already know. And today's quote is, you are what you do every day. You are what you do every day. Like, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, there's not much more depth that we need to really go into because, you know, I'm saying also too, it's like you are what you eat. It's you are what you do every day. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. You are what you eat and you are based on the routines that you do all the time. That's simply what it is. And so if you are Surrounded by negative people all the time, you are going to be thinking negatively. If the five people you spend the most time with are negative dancies, you're going to see the world in a very negative and unmotivating sight. If you eat terrible food every single day, your body is going to feel terrible. You are going to feel fatigued. You're going to have stomach issues. You're going to have digestive issues. If you eat terrible food every single day. Yeah, that's true. If you do not have mindful routines to help you get through stressful moments, you are not going to respond or adapt to change or stress in a healthy manner and resort to things that are not good for you. Resorting to use of substances, alcohol, violence, right? If you don't have the correct coping skills, that are your mindful routines, it becomes a personality trait of you. You need to make sure, if you wanna be the best person that you can, you make sure what you do every day matters towards going to that goal. So for example, if you are surrounded by the, the five people that you talk to basically every day, If you're surrounded by people that are complaining all the time, that are negative all the time, that hate the world and hate people and all the things, yeah, you are going to feel that way. I've even witnessed and experienced that transition of being surrounded by really negative people and then switching over to people that have a completely different mindset. It's it's amazing how much your inner circle does influence you, okay? If you do not have routines, such as, you know, maybe journaling to de-stress, maybe drawing to distress, maybe working out to de-stress yourself, or maybe going to therapy, doing any of those things, meditation, if you have nothing in your routine to help manage your emotions, your stress, your mindset, that then affects how you react to the world around you. And I I even notice it too when 
moving was so busy and crazy. I didn't have time to go to the gym. I noticed how my body was feeling a lot different, a lot more fatigued. I wasn't journaling as much. I was barely reading. And my mindset was in chaos so heavily. And recently, since the new year, I've gotten back into reading in the morning, on the weekends, making sure I read on the train, and also making sure what I'm reading is either, you know, a fun escape for me or it's a self-development book that really motivates me. I make sure what I listen to, I listen to podcasts or happy music to make sure I'm like, you know, in good vibes. Right now I'm recording this podcast and I got my essential oils diffuser lavender going as we speak in the background, right? Setting the vibe for this podcast. I'm making sure that I have things around me that are going to put me in a good space. I'm also making sure that I'm intuitively eating. Again, I'm not a nutritionist, but I'm making sure what's going into my body is good for my body. And, you know, I went out to dinner today, right? And I had a good meal. I had some pasta and everything, right? And that's okay to be out and eat and have a good time, but don't overdo it, right? We all know that, right? That's common sense. And then tomorrow I go back to work and I have my regular overnight oats. I got my sandwich. Like I go back into the routine and it's okay to like, you know, splurge a little bit here and there. But food also really does make a difference because when we were moving here, we didn't really have time to cook. You know, we were eating out a lot and, you know, my body felt that. What you do every day becomes who you are, whether it's your nutrition, whether it's your social life, your boundaries, your work-life balance, your mindful routines, everything you do. So if you're not happy of who you are right now, think about who you're surrounding yourself with. What's your social life like? What are you putting into your body, right? And what type of routines are you doing for yourself to help get you through your stress, your mindset blocks, right? Your exhaustion. What are you doing to help you get through that? Because life isn't always going to be sunshine and rainbows. Because, you know, you feel great when you're doing those, like, like mindful routines. You feel really good when, like, life's going. You're like, I'm journaling. I'm working out. The sun's shining. But those routines really come into play when life gets messy. Because that helps you, you know, kind of keep yourself sane, even though life might be a little bit messy. So this episode is all about New Year's vibes. And here's the reality. If you are not happy of who you are or where you're at right now, you are what you do every day. You are who you spend time with, you are what you eat, and you are what you do every day. And if you want to improve yourself, figure out what areas of your life you want to improve, and then what routines, what people, what nutrition are you putting into yourself in your daily habits? Because at the end of the day, like this quote said, you are what you do every day. And if you are doing things that are not good for you mentally, spiritually, physically, 
emotionally, right? Those are your four quadrants, if you will. If you're not doing things that are good for you, your body is going to tell you your body never lies. So if you've been feeling exhausted, if you've been feeling heavy fatigue, if you've been feeling angry and frustrated, take a step back and look at how you're living your life. And you'll soon find out and you'll find a solution. So this episode is all about New Year's vibes. Last episode, I want to give you guys a life catch up because I've been MIA for quite some time. And so it's still January. So I still feel like we can throw out some like New Year's vibes and ideas out there for you guys. So in this episode, I want to talk about how you can set yourself up for success in the year 2022. And it's actually more about lowering expectations and growing in more acceptance than expectations. And it's actually funny because I wanted to write a, you know, I wrote about it in the outline and I wanted to talk about that with you guys today. And I've also been reading A Tribe Called Bliss by Lori Harder. And she's my favorite podcast host, Earn Your Happies. I love listening to that podcast. So I was like, obviously I need to read her book. And in the chapter I was reading today in the morning, It was all about how people will let you down, life will let you down, and that's okay. And in order to kind of build your mindset around that, instead of being disappointed, let go of expectations and grow in acceptance. Accept what life is, accept what life is throwing at you, and how could you make it better? So I'm going to kind of dive into that. So what I did in my own journal is set up a little bit of a letter and kind of goals that I want to talk about. And that's kind of where the flow of this podcast is going to be. First things first, my therapist, Nicole, we were talking about this in our last session. I believe I briefly spoke about it in episode 38. She asked me, you know, like, going into this new year, like what is kind of your mantra or like, you know, your vibe, like what, it, what are you thinking about? And I told her, I said, you know, I'm learning that like, it, like it's okay to plan things and I should plan things, but a lot of things are not going to go as planned, especially living still in a pandemic. You just don't know what life's going to throw at you. And I, and I told her, I'm going to give myself more grace and accept myself because I'm not always going to be on my game. I'm not always going to be perfect, accept others that they're not really going to be perfect and give them more grace and kind of give life more grace, like lower my expectations, right? Plan for things, but understand that life is going to happen. That's like a big lesson I learned from 2021 that you could do all the right things and plan all the right things, but life is still going to happen. And and taking it in and accepting of, okay, this is what was thrown at me. How can I make this better using a growth mindset? That's going to be more successful than me wallowing in, well, I planned it, but now it's not happening. And like, woe is me. So in order to kind of get into that acceptance mindset, If you want, you can do this along the podcast episode, or you could just listen and then do this afterwards, but you should take out your journal or a pen and paper, whatever you do, or if you type it on your laptop or your phone, tablet, whatever you do for your journals or your goal setting and everything. 
New Year's intentions. All right, what do you intend to do with this new year? And I also read a wonderful book called Signs. I talked about that in one of my previous episodes about how you also have a team of light or the universe, your guardian angels, whatever you want to say, whatever you believe in, that is also here guiding you, right? You're never really truly alone. So for this year, and I really encourage you guys to do this as well, is write a letter to your team of light, your guardian angels, the universe, ask for help. I think what is happening a lot is we're trying to be this Wonder Woman and do everything on our own and try and plan everything, control everything. And the reality is the universe has a plan, life has a plan, and things are going to happen. And the faster you kind of like realize that, the more you're able to adapt to things that are happening. And that's kind of the lesson I've been learning. So if you want to have a pen and paper... Okay. You can write, dear team of light or the universe, right? Guardian angels, whatever you believe in. Okay. And you're going to write them a letter to what you want to manifest this year and ask for guidance. Now, the letter can be as long or short as you want, right? It could be a paragraph, be two paragraphs, whatever you feel. You can make a bullet list, but manifest your goals in this letter to your team of light, to the universe. For example, I said, dear team of light, I want to let go of expectations and give in to acceptance. I want to adjust more to change and I want to release control. I enjoy planning but I want to dive into the mindset of yes, plan, but also accept life's adversities. Can you please throughout this year, show me signs, give me guidance, show me opportunities of ways to grow in this manner. Thank you. I always put like, thank you in advance. Like it's like an email, but that's a little bit of what I said. There's a lot more, but I kind of just wanted to give you a gist of it. Cause that's really my new year's intentions. Cause everyone, every year, it's all the same stuff. It's always, you know, I want to lose weight. You know, I want to be healthier. I want to meet new people. I want to be nicer. What, you know, do you? Because let me tell you, and I've done this too, where, you know, January is great with the goals and that's February and then all of a sudden goals don't matter anymore. That's why I like calling them intentions because intentions means you intend to do something, right? What's your mind at? What are you intending to do? And also I know setting goals and making them specific is really helpful, but a lot of people get stuck with that. You know, like how specific do I want? I don't know how specific I want to make these goals. So that's why kind of writing like a summary to your team of light kind of helps your brain get into this flow of not feeling so rigid of, okay, if I want to write, I want to lose weight. You have to write, I want to lose 10 pounds by, you know, June. How am I going to do that? Going to the gym three times a week. That's what everyone says you need to do, which is like a great system. Those are smart goals. That works for some people especially if you're a very type A person. My type B folks, it's really funny. I am like a, like I feel 
type A, but I'm really a type B at the end of the day type of person. So when I'm writing my New Year's intentions to my team of light, the letter, it's saying like how I want to change like my mindset and guide me through, you know, let releasing control and things like that. And like, cause that's what I really want to do. Because if I do that, other goals that I do set for myself will follow. Right. So this kind of helps you it's kind of like a free write. You know how I used to free write in school where like, here's five minutes on the board, write whatever you want. And your brain kind of goes wild because there's no restrictions. Writing this letter to your team of light, your guardian angels to the universe helps your brain come up with maybe the goals you weren't even thinking of because you're just simply writing a letter. A lot of people, you know, they write down these bulleted lists of these smart goals that they want to do. And then they get stuck because it's like, it has to be specific. It has to be structured. And that may work for some people, but for a lot of us, that's where we kind of get stuck. And we're like, I don't really know what I want to do. So writing a letter to your team of light can kind of open up the gates to what you want to do, right? In your mindset specifically. And what I also did after I wrote that letter to my team of light, I started to brainstorm different mindful routines that I want to get back into or keep going and kind of give myself a time frame. But, you know, again, not holding so much expectations and giving into acceptance that weeks might happen where I'm not going to be doing this, you know, four times a week or whatever. So, so here's kind of my list after I wrote my letter, right? I put, you know, setting up mindful routines. I want to journal three times a week. But again, if I can't do that, Again, that's fine. If I only can journal, you know, once a week or twice a week because life gets crazy, that's okay. Right? Because so we're planning, but not holding ourselves to such a high expectation because life is going to happen. I want to encourage movement four times a week. Notice that I didn't put in working out four times a week because movement is a lot of things. Movement is walking, movement is, you know, dancing, could be a whole bunch of things, not just strictly going to the gym. I put, I also want to meditate on the weekends, you know, because that's when I have my mornings are very chill and relaxing. So I want to meditate for five to 10 minutes. Okay. I also want to use my essential oil diffuser. I got it for Christmas and I want to use it a lot, especially if I'm in my bedroom and while I'm meditating or I'm reading, I definitely want to use that aromatherapy. I haven't really used it before and I think it's smells do have an effect on me. So I want to definitely use that more. And I want to be very conscious of what I'm putting in my body. So you see, it's not like, oh, I want to go on a diet. I'm going to you know, go keto or whatever. I want to be more conscious of what I want to put in my body. Okay. And I, cause I understand truly, cause I've also been listening to, um, a lot of different podcasts about intuitive eating and it's so freeing just to like be conscious of what you're putting into your body. Cause you want to help your body. Right. And it's okay to, you know, go out, have fun and things like that. But also remember what you're putting into your body matters. And that affects what you put into your body, affects your mindset, affects your attitude, your energy, all, all the things. So I just want to obviously still have a good time, but just be very you know more conscious, more aware of what I'm putting into my body. And I also was putting, I can plan, but be prepared to change it. Right. So again, these are kind of just like 
my intentions, right? Not necessarily goals. Goals are kind of restricting and things like that. But I'm putting in my intentions here. So, Allie, you can plan, but be prepared to change it. That was, again, a huge lesson of 2021. And that could be a huge lesson for you guys as well. Plan things and do your best, but be prepared to be flexible, change, you know, at any time. And here's a big one for me as well, is be unapologetically yourself. And I don't know if that's to do with me maybe being a Gemini or whatever that it is. I'm very good at masking myself. Very, very good at adapting to the room around me. And the reason I think that was is because throughout my childhood, I was told multiple times that I'm too loud, I'm too much, whatever, whatever that is. And a lot of you people, you guys can, you know, hear me out on that. I'm sure you felt that too, where you need to adapt, like read the room sort of deal and put a mask on, you know, be quiet and polite and, you know, but my authentic self also to being a teacher also puts a big, a big mask. Like I love teaching and I put a lot of my own personality into teaching, but at the end of the day, you know, my teacher personality, my actual personality are two very different things where being unapologetically myself is I love being loud and excited and hyping people up and joking around and, you know, just listening to music and dancing and just having a good time. I, I feel my highest self when I am like living in the moment and not worrying what other people are thinking about me. Oh, am I being too loud? Am I dancing too weird? Um, you know, am I wearing something off? You, you know, just be in the moment. And I think a lot of us, especially with social media and as our millennial generation too, is we restrict ourselves a lot. And we put the pretty things on Instagram and we tell our friends only the good things that are going on or, you know, when we're at work, it's, you know, it's a different personality than our real personality. I get like, you know, professionalism and all that. That's, you know, a different category. But I enjoy being unapologetically myself. And that at work with professionalism means setting boundaries, especially at work setting those boundaries and be unapologetically for setting those boundaries at work that realizing like, I love teaching, but I'm more than just a teacher. Like my teacher's not a personality trait. It's just my career, which I think a lot of us feel that too. We feel like our job is our identity, whatever we're doing, or it's a personality trait where it's like, no, like go to work and do your thing, but then be who you want to be. And like communicating more of what I need not what other people need and you know setting the even setting social boundaries of you know like no like i'm <laughs> i'm tired i do not want to you know go out i need a i need a day to chill i can't do you know multiple outings in a row because i need time to you know recharge and things like that and like saying things like that and that's being unapologetically yourself setting boundaries, and then being your true personality. And I'm kind of sick and tired of, you know, playing myself down and quieting myself, making myself smaller and things like that. Or I know this might be a little controversial, but 
having small talk with people that don't align with me. I can't stand doing that. Nope. If my, you know, vibes or frequency does not align with a person, I will be polite. Say hello. How are you? You know, right. Be professional. Be nice. Be polite. But see you later. I'm done having small talk with people who are negative and complain and like, but don't look for solutions. Cause I know I do that at work a lot and I don't like it. And, you know, I understand like our school year's rough for teachers and for anyone, you know, a lot of our jobs have been really rough lately with COVID-19. But what I've noticed is, you know, when I, you know, walk to the train or, you know, staff meetings or whatever, and I'm getting to like conversations with people, it's just surrounded by negativity and complaining, but not looking for solutions. Like I get, we have to vent and everything, but okay, so what's the solution? Like, what can we, how can we make this better? And I'm like done having those conversations. So like, you know, I really want to work on, you know, being polite and saying, Hey, hello, how are you? And then like, leaving. <laughs> it's like just being polite and then removing myself from a situation that can involve gossip, that can involve negativity, complaints. I'm just like, I just don't really want to get into all that. So, and that's definitely a work thing of being also being unapologetically myself is, you know, setting those boundaries at work and removing myself and not because I, I, Sometimes, you know, because you want to get into the conversation, you join in on the negativity and then you start complaining and that that's draining and you don't have to. You can sit there and not say anything. Like, it's okay. You don't have to add to the conversation. Or if you don't like where the conversation is going, you know, if I'm sitting there and there's a conversation to be like, you know what, guys, I'm going to head to the bathroom and I got some things I got to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. I, you know, I'll see you later and leave. You know? And that's so you could say some people can even go and say, you know what, this conversation doesn't really align and I don't really like where this conversation is going. I'm going to excuse myself. Enjoy the rest of your day. I know some people don't want to go there. And so I usually say to like, you know, I'm going to head to the bathroom. You guys enjoy your time, you know, whatever, because I can't, I cannot. <laughs> and so that's being unapologetically myself and not getting into the gossip, the drama, of of the work of work i just i can't i can't do it and if that means spending more time in my classroom just focusing on what i need to do instead of staff outings that's fine i've also haven't gone to some staff parties some holiday parties end of the year parties because i know what's gonna be there and i know sometimes the negativity and the complaint that could be there so i just rather not go and i just rather go home and just hang out and you know journal, go work out, you know, meditate, do what's good for me, or go see my friends that aren't at work. And, and that's okay. You don't have to go to all the staff happy hours. You don't have to do any of that stuff if you're uncomfortable. And that's being unapolog unapologetically yourself. That's what it is. And if you want to be loud and have a good time, be loud and have a good time. If you want to wear amazing outfits that you think other people might not like, but you like, wear the outfits wear them. Okay. If you would rather stay home on a couch, watch Netflix and relax instead of going to a rager, do that. If you would rather go to a rager, 
do that. Whatever your soul, your core, what you want to do, what makes you happy, do it. Setting boundaries with family is a huge thing. That's being unapologetically yourself. And I've done it. We don't talk to half of my family because boundaries have been broken and things have not been okay. And so we're done. And it's been over multiple, multiple conversations. And unfortunately, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. You have the conversation of we're not copacetic anymore. And then you move on. So those are the intentions and goals that I'm setting, right? I wrote my letter to my team of light. I made a little bullet list of the areas I want to improve in. But notice how broad and they are, that they, ha- they have an intention, a goal set, but it allows for life to happen. Okay, again, this is what I wrote, is letting go of expectations and giving into acceptance. Journaling three times a week, movement four times a week, meditate, it's un- using my essential oil diffuser, be conscious of what I put into my body, plan but be prepared to change it, be unapologetically yourself. Those are goals, those are intentions, but notice how they have room for life to happen. Sometimes if you're too specific with your goals, they can't like shift if life shifts and then you get overwhelmed and then you don't do them. For the year 2022, it's about being unapologetically yourself and also accepting. A lot of acceptance, I think, for 2022 is a huge thing where we have to accept what life is and find a solution to maybe fix the problems, find the positivity in some areas, find the improvement in some areas, because we, we've, we're we trying to control and hold on to control so much. And that's what's making us frustrated. That's what's making us feel burnt out. That's what's making us feel fatigued and exhausted because we're trying so hard to hold on to something that we actually don't have any control over, which is called life. Pandemic, no pandemic, life. And I'm exhausted from being disappointed because I'm having these expectations of how things should be. But who said? Who said they're supposed to be that way? You know where we get a lot of our expectations from? Movies, songs, plays, books. And a lot of those are fiction. That's that's a big thing I learned of becoming an adult is like you have these expectations of what you think like adulthood is supposed to be from fictional stories and now you're an adult and then my millennials like this is where we're at we're now adults and we're like oh this is not what i thought it was going to be and we're frustrated we're upset because we have these such high expectations now granted we're not in the best economy for 
millennials and buying a house and we have student loan debt. We got a lot of things going on for our generation. But I think also a lot of the frustration comes from these high expectations where we, th we thought we were gonna, you know, supposed to know what we're doing in our, you know, 20s, <laughs> our 30s. Huh. Where'd we get those expectations from? The greatest thing you can do for yourself this year to help you with your mindset and achieve any goals that you may do, you know, set for yourself is understand that you can be successful and plan, but life also happens. Biggest takeaway from this episode, make your plans, be prepared for change, especially now living in a pandemic. You never know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen next week, honestly, at this point. And you got to ride the wave. The most successful I've ever been is when I'm riding the wave where I'm just like, you know what? This is what life threw at me. This is how I adapt to it. How can I improve the situation? How can I make it better? What can I do with what I got to make it better? Where I haven't been successful, and I'm sure most of you guys also too, is when you're holding on to the defeat, you're holding on to the disappointment of the expectation, you're holding on to the control you thought that you had. That's where you get stuck. That's where you're frustrated. That's where you're unmotivated because you're complaining and not fixing it or like riding the wave and you're trying to, you're trying to stay on the beach that's eroding instead of just riding the waves. The only thing you control, and I've said this multiple times, and I have to say it to myself too, because I always forget. The only thing you can control is how you react to your world around you. That's it. That's the only thing you actually control. You can't control the people around you. You can't control what happens to you in life. You can't control sometimes what happens at work. You cannot control, you know, you know, sometimes with the economy, with job situations, a pandemic, hello. You can't control things. The only thing you can control is your mindset and how you react to things that happen to you. You can control, right, your mindset. You can control your emotions. You can control your nutrition. You can control, right, your movement of your body, right? That's it. Everything else that life throws at you, you may think you have this illusion of control, but you don't. And when you write your letter to your team of light, to the universe, ask them to release you from this idea of control. Dear team of light, guardian angels, dear universe, release me from this thought that I have control. Guide me to the knowledge of surrendering to the universe. Guide me to see that the universe has my back and the universe has a plan. That's 
really, at the end of the day, the hope that we can look to. So take a minute after this podcast is over, take out a pen and paper, write that letter to your team of light of what you want to manifest for this year. Right? If you want to manifest new mindful routines, you want to manifest a better mindset, you want to manifest your coping skills, you want to manifest de-stressing and looking at your emotions better, you want to manifest, you know, taking care of your body, ask them for help, ask them for guidance, make a list like I did of a little bit of intentions that you want to have throughout your year. Because if you make those really strict goals, like so many of us do, they're done by February. And we know it. So let's be more honest with ourselves and give ourselves more grace with the intentions or the goals that we do set for yourself, for ourselves. Because my growth mindset gang, you are strong, intelligent, fierce, amazing people. We all know it. And life has been punching us in the gut for many years at this point. And I know at this point you feel like, what on earth can I do? What's the point of anything? Life is terrible. But that's just your mindset. And I know life has not been fun. Life has been really, really hard for a lot of us. But there's a reason you're still here. There's a reason you're still doing what you're doing. You're here to make a difference. You're here to make an impact. You are here. You have something special. Remember that. Write that in your letter to your team of light. And you got this, Growth Mindset Gang. Hi, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Spotify. Leave a review on Podchaser. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,